Welcome to Beyond Your Limits, the invisible side of things. Today I'm going to talk about chasing your dreams. When people chase their dreams, and and you hear this, chase your dreams, follow your passion, it seems really easy because it's like follow your heart, do what makes you happy, live a full life. And most people are saying, I'm not doing that. They start to do it, but they don't finish. And here's why. Because I think that chasing your dreams is misleading in that you don't need to chase dreams. Your dreams are not outside of you. They're right inside of you. They're not out there. They're inside you, within. You see, the seeds that you want to plant are also right inside of you. You are nature. Where does your body go when you die? It goes into the earth. Where does your consciousness or your soul go? Well, depending on your beliefs, heaven, hell, purgatory, or back to source, and so on. So forgive me if I left somebody's beliefs out. But the point that I'm making is everything is right inside you. You were born with it. And spiritually, we connect with source. And we are connected with source. And we forget that. When we begin to tune in and when we begin to get quiet and we begin to listen, we will turn it up and tune in intuitively. And the answers begin to come. You already know it's all within you. When I talk to people and we talk about intuition and their purpose and what their soul is screaming and what they're drawn to, some people have this, they're, you know, untapped Pablo Picasso within themselves. And some people have Ludwig von Beethoven or, you know, whoever it is within you. And people argue that if it were easy, everybody would follow their passion and we would all be happy and the world is a better place. And the truth is, is that's really true. If it were that easy. But if you commit to a practice and you go deeper and deeper, you're going to find that you have habits and patterns that you don't even realize. If you practice new habits and patterns, you're going to be blown away by what you can attain and obtain. And I know because I practice it and I do fall down. I have my moments just like everybody else and it gets messy. But you know, for an example, we have habits and patterns that we don't even realize we're on remote. And those sometimes they're very good, and sometimes they're the things that are standing in our way because we need to mix it up. So for me, I get up in the morning, and I make coffee a certain way because I really like coffee. And so I'm just going to give a shout out. My two favorites are Quen Geisha and Dark Horse. Um, and you can go on their websites if you want to get any of their coffee. And so recently... A client said to me, we can't have it all, you know, just drop everything. And, you know, why can't we become the next Kobe Bryant? Or why can't I become the next Pablo Picasso? And the thing is, what stands in your way of doing those things? You just told me two things, Pablo Picasso and to be a professional athlete. And the question is, can you do both? And the answer is yes, but what are you doing to get there? What do you do every day? And he just said to me, nothing, I'm too busy working. But if you changed your habit 
and you bought a canvas and you started acquiring paints, you could begin to paint. And if you don't begin to paint, we can't figure out what kind of art or artist you are going to become. You have to practice. And the man became frustrated and flustered because a lot of the time that he was spending was going out to restaurants and eating and not paying any attention to the things that he wanted to do. So the question I asked him is, how badly do you want it? Are you going to continue to approach this with an attitude of failure? Is your passion pointless to you? Because not following your passion is what is the failure. And it's a form of spiritual death. There's a part of us that dies inside. When we aren't doing something that excites us and brings us that feeling and anticipation and those chemicals that are released when we are doing either A, what we're passionate about or reading about it or watching something about it or just thinking about it. Instead of bitching about it and saying, how am I going to do that? Think about the way that you are going to do that. Not that you can't, not that you're frustrated because that was his approach to it. And he was doing it to himself. So I said to him, let's discover why we do and don't do things. And the first one was based on experience and the other one was his mindset. So I said, a practice and a commitment to change your life and the experiences of your life is going to be what's going to overcome you not enjoying You want to experience joy. You have to make changes. You've got to stop saying the things that you're saying, thinking the things that you're feeling, right? And being in a state of fear. So he got flustered. There was a tinge of anger and frustration. And so I said, what is it that you're feeling right now? And he said, I was never taught how. And as a child, he was always left in the dust. He was the last one to be picked in a sport. And he was actually a really great athlete. And his artwork that he actually had was fantastic. He had a really creative streak. And he had amazing eye for color. So it was all mind-blowing. And, you know, when people showed up and they saw his art years ago, they would tell him that. But he didn't believe it. Because he had learned as a child that he wasn't good enough. And he was taught to stay safe. And he was taught to not take a risk because people would tell you maybe that isn't good. But how is he ever going to grow and learn? Sometimes we can take the things that people are critical of, like our art or our athletics or our whatever, our form when we're working out or doing yoga or running or whatever, and we can incorporate that. You see, he had fear of leaving his comfort zone. And so he had created a barrier and a boundary by saying, I can't, when the truth is, you can't. And so we get out of our comfort zones by doing something different, by breaking up our routine. For example, if you go to work every day and you come home and you make dinner and you plop down in front of the TV, you might want to mix that up a little bit 
Maybe you take a walk after work and then you drive home. Or maybe you think about signing up at your local community college or check out the meetup groups to see if there's a volleyball club that you want to join. And you know, you can join a cycling group, you can join hiking, rowing, needlepoint, vegan, I don't care, vegan cooking, French class, but do something different. And that's the easiest way. And to move your body because that mixes, you feel differently when you mix it up. You see, you have total control. And the second thing that gets in our way is our lack of confidence. It's hard to begin, like going to a meetup group, it's like, oh, I got to meet other people. Yeah. You don't have to, but it might help. And, you know, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, then start turning on YouTube videos and watching those of the things that you're passionate about or read about them, Google about them like crazy and get the information so that you gain the confidence so that you have enough information to be able to engage. And if you don't feel comfortable engaging, show up and listen. And you can even say, yeah, I just wanted to check the group out. You know, I'm, I'm new at this and I just want to listen. People will love to tell you about what they do. People love to talk to people about the things that they're passionate about. And you might say, I've got way too many responsibilities. I've got kids. I've got to come home. I've got to cook for them. I've got a husband. He expects X, Y, and Z. Get, why don't you get your husband on board with you? And maybe your husband or wife needs to expect that you're going to follow your passions a little bit. And if you get your kids involved and on that meal train too, you know what your kids are going to do? They're going to see it's okay for them to follow their passion. They're going to find that they can Google and they can look up and they can study the things that they're interested in. And they can have a sense of confidence about feeling okay with doing something that they really want to do. You know, when we begin to do something, we become paralyzed because of that confidence and our negative thoughts start to do that crazy thing and we get soft. But you know what? You're in control of your thoughts and your actions because anything is possible. You simply need to decide and then take action on it. When I began podcasting, I didn't think I could do it on my own. And I found some pretty great people to do podcasts with, but when they weren't available and I had other ideas of what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it, I had to sit down and do the podcast. And I didn't have any confidence it would be any good. As a matter of fact, I knew it would probably just be okay, but I did it anyway because the desire to do it outweighed the fear. I had Googled articles on podcasting, and I had gleaned things and taken that. I kicked the tires. I didn't think anybody would want to listen, and I didn't think that I was very good because I I would say the word right a lot, which I do. I go, right? And I ask that question, but you know what? That's who I am. When you talk to me, I'm going to ask that, right? You understand? In other words, I ask people, right, as in, are you in agreement with me? And that's an opportunity for somebody to say no, or, well, not, you know, maybe I heard what you said, but because I like to engage in conversation. It's just who I am. And I don't want to change it. And when I do want to change it, I'll change it. So for a long time, I was hamstrung because of my fear, because of my lack of confidence. 
And when I did that solo podcast, I decided that I would do one every week, even if I had a co-host or a guest or didn't. And I'm so glad that I did because some of the things that I have done were really simple. I didn't have an excuse. I didn't have an excuse. I knew I was nervous, but nervous wasn't an excuse. I did it anyway. And I posted it and I left it there, even though it made me uncomfortable because it was like, oh my God, I felt exposed. It was new. What if it wasn't very good? What if I'm judged? It's still there and it's going to stay there. And my friends and family supported me no matter what. And that was very, very healthy because having a healthy circle around you is part of having a really great mindset and environment. And they will kick your ass when you are trying to not kick your own ass. My friends gave me ideas. They gave me feedback on all of my podcasts. And I started distancing myself from people who weren't supportive. So I want feedback. I want to hear people's ideas. But if people are not going to be supportive of my work because they're not interested, well, then they can go listen to something else, can't they? This is what I'm interested in. This is what I've worked my life for. And this is what I'm to do. So that's what I do. And so should you. Take a chance and say, screw it. And get to doing what you want to do. I love to learn. So I find all different ways to do that. Audible, I read. Sometimes I don't watch a lot of YouTube, but I do watch YouTube. And I'm telling you, it's not going to be accurate a lot of the times because a lot of it is theory and be attention, you know, pay attention to that. Just because somebody says something doesn't make it true. You know, including me, just because I say something doesn't mean it's true. Somebody could change it just by making a choice to do something different. That's our power. Choices are superpower, but follow your gut. Try to listen to experts in the field. You know, maybe there are no experts and you're going to become that expert by just doing a lot of research and by doing, doing makes you an expert if you continue to grow. And this is what creates something fabulously satisfying within us because we feel really alive. Look for a balance. Remember how blessed you are that you're living in an age of information, but remember to think for yourself. Look for more information. Uncover, because the more you you uncover, you're going to want to share it. And when you share it, your desire to share will outweigh fearing sharing it. You see? Baby steps. Know exactly where you're going to start because you've got it all right inside of you. You already have what you need. The next question is, how are you going to begin? Like I said, you've got community meetup groups, you've got community colleges, and if you can't find it because your desire is very unique, get on the internet, Google it, trust me, you'll find it. Don't use the excuse that you don't know where to start or how to start. One thing that yoga really helped me with is staying in the moment. You want to imagine your end result, but you need to look at where you are right now. And when you start to think about how overwhelming it is, you're not in the present, 
right? We get caught up in that. Oh my God, how am I going to get there? And then you start to think about the past and when you failed and all of a sudden you're in the past and you're in the future and you're never in the present. So what you do is you have to go back to your desire within yourself and make a choice to do something about it and then take the action that day. That's how you stay in the present. Today, you're going to choose to, for example, walk one mile and then you walk out the front door sometime during the day, put it in your calendar, make time for it, and you're going to walk one mile. And when you come back, you choose what you're going to do the next day, or maybe you set it up for the week or the month, but you follow through and you take action on what you've chosen to do. You're going to be absolutely amazed that you'll find people on the street to talk about your stuff. Talk about, hey, you know, I've started to incorporate walking. Oh, I did that. Now I'm running a 5K, you know, and people, or, you know, all of a sudden you're talking to somebody and and they're saying, oh yeah, you know, I raise English walnut trees. And you're going to say, really, I'm really interested in black walnut trees. And the next thing you know, they're telling you where to go. Okay. Trust me. When you put the energy out there, you attract it all to you. Stay open. Keep your heart open. Be happy about the choice that you're making because the universe will respond to you. The longest journey begins with that single step, knowing that your dreams are possible and you can do it by getting up and getting out of that old mindset. Step into your new thinking. Step into your new vibration. Okay. You know I talk a lot about writing things down. So start small. Write down a list of things that you would like to change and start small. Then take a look at it. The very first thing that you wrote about yourself that you want to change, work on that one first for two weeks or a month. If you think that you're a person who's fearful of success or you don't have self-confidence, work on getting underneath the, the fear of success. You might find that you just don't have the confidence that you could do it. And so now's the time to set yourself up for success and building your confidence. So that's what's holding you back, lack of confidence. What do you do? You choose to take a step toward it. And you find that when you take the first step, the universe welcomes you with open arms. You're aware, I need to be more confident. So you take action to do things that'll make you feel more confident. And maybe you know, you're not confident about the way that you look for or the way that you speak. You can do something to change those things, can't you? By putting effort in every day. Just think about it. Sometimes you just have to have a think. And so you think. And for five weeks, you're thinking before you take the step. But the most important thing is to take that step. Be gentle. Be self-compassionate. You're in control. You can start as small or as slow as you want to, whatever makes you feel comfortable and safe, but you have to take the step. Remind yourself as you're thinking about it. And if you start to think, I I just, I'm too scared. I can't do it. Go back to confidence. What do you know? You know that if you take a step, a little baby step, you'll be able to do it. And if you don't have people around you that are supportive, keep your mouth shut. Keep it to yourself. Take your little itty bitty baby step all by yourself, but do it. I know so many people who are in marriages and they have kids and they've been married for 15, 20 years and they're going to make a difference. 
They decided that they were going to make this change in their life. They don't care that their wife or husband or kids don't support it. They're doing it for them. And they don't get the support. They get chided. They're laughed at. They're blown away. You know, they're left out of things. And they do it anyway. And you know what happens? The other family members have to eventually come on board. And they do. Because they see that this person had what it took to follow through and make a difference in their own life and pursue what they wanted to pursue. It was their desire, their passion. And they decided that they would do it. And through that decision, they did it and they accomplish it. And so can you. And if you screw up or you're never screwing up, not if you pick yourself back up and do it again, just remember you're human. Remember, go back to that kid riding the bike. You fell down, you scraped your knee, but it was more important to ride that bike because you wanted to be out there with those other kids riding the bike, jumping the curbs. And so you did it. So falling down is nothing. Those are your war wounds on getting to where you want to be. Always say thank you for them. Tell yourself how much you love it because it makes you get up and it makes you try harder because you know what you're made of. Your spirit You're having a physical experience. Use your spirit. Let it work through you. Don't ever forget that you're connected to the divine. The divine is always there for you. You just have to keep talking to it. Recognize it. The more you recognize it, the more it shows you. It's got your back. Thank you for listening, and please make the world a better place.